Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, this is Louise Crooks, your key security coach on KTC Radio, and it is the 15th of March, and as my friend said earlier to me, oh Louise, beware the Ides of March, so I forgot that it was the middle of March, anyway, here we are, um, it's almost springtime, and, and I'm very excited to be having the show tonight, uh, we're going to be talking about some really, in, and a really interesting topic around um, financial fortune and um, you know the five mistakes that um, that we make that derail our financial fortune and I think this is very particular partic- uh, with regards to um, our listeners who often find it very difficult to deal with the money piece um, I'm sure that the word can stick in your throat sometimes so I know that's a, that's typical for a lot of my clients who are spiritual entrepreneurs, and uh, so I'm very excited to be welcoming our special guests this evening, Eva Gregory and Gina Gavellini, who are master coaches of abundant thinking and law of attraction. So welcome both Eva and Gina. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful to have you on the call tonight. I was just saying to Gina, Eva, that I heard both of you. Um, on the uh, if if I can you can tele um, tele series um, Keith and Warren are good friends of mine and um, oh. it was wonderful to hear your hear your conversation so I'm very excited to have you here and as I was saying to Gina you know synchronicity is when I when I heard you it was very shortly after that that Laura got in touch with me so how oh, cool how is that <laughs> I love it when it works like that. <laughs> So I'm just going to introduce both of you a little bit more to our, our listeners, um, just to give them more insight. Um, I'm sure, although I'm sure a lot of them have heard of your or have um, come across your work at some point. So um, Gina Gavellini and Eva Gregory, as I said, are experts in all things law of attraction. They founded their business, Abundance Abounds, 10 years ago to provide programs and products that teach people to prosper by mixing up a big dose of strategy, attraction principles, fun, and a ton of energy. They are known for helping people blow the lid off what is possible for them and abundance. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Their latest book, Life Lessons for Mastering the Law of Attraction, co-authored with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup's fame and one of the featured teachers on the blockbuster DVD, The Secret, can be found in bookstores everywhere. You can learn more about Gina and Eva's programs and services if you go to AbundanceAbounds.com. In the next hour, Gina and Eva are going to give you everything you need to get started immediately on your way to a more wealthy life. Along the way, they're going to show you how to learn more about creating wealth through a powerful new program unlike any other they are offering and where you can learn more if you want to hear today what resonates with you. Um, so welcome to the call, both you, Gina, and Eva. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you. Wonderful. So this is a, a very hot topic, um, I think, for a lot of people out there just in terms of what the economy is doing. But not only that, um, you know, as I was mentioning earlier, I have a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs or solopreneurs, S-O-U-L, I like to call them, um, you know, who listen to this show and... Um, you know, as, as I was saying earlier, um, you know, the, the, the whole money piece of the business um, can sometimes be a sticking point, you know, in terms of asking for the money, um, you know, closing a sale, um, you know, in, enrolling a client and asking for their business. Um, you know, all of those pieces as well as um, being successful in their business from a financial standpoint. So I really feel like this is a very, very important topic for us to be having a conversation about. Um, so I'm really glad that we, we are going to be talking about this tonight, ladies. So um, the first 
question is that, you know, money is a hot button for people, especially in the last couple of years, you know, with the economy and what's happening. Is it possible for for the entrepreneur, the solopreneurs out there, the entrepreneurs to make a financial comeback without working themselves into an early grave? Uh, the answer is thankfully yes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> good news, good news. This is Gina, and I, you know, although people will say, you know, we'll, we'll start coaching them, and they'll say something like, you know, we'll, we'll sort of pinpoint where the sticky part is, and they'll say, oh my gosh, you know, this has been going on for 20 years now, or this has been going on for 30 years now, and it's like, okay. That's just, it's just reprogramming, really. It doesn't matter what history's been up until this point with, you know, your relationship with money or your relationship with business, because I know I was just talking to a new client the other day, and was talking about how he has made a lot, a lot, a lot of money, and right now, and for the last 10 years prior, hasn't made that much. It's gone down to less than half, and thinking it's kind of hopeless. And frustrated and almost wanting to, not almost wanting to, I think he was ready to, and I said, no, don't do it, um, wanting to go into a whole nother career and take it on because it, it seemed like, oh, my gosh, but how is this ever going to turn around? I've been trying for 10 years now. Well, the good news is um, you can change it at any moment. It doesn't matter how long you've been stuck because it's really about um, changing your perspective, and then once you change your perspective, the rest will turn around, your behavior, behaviors will shift. But, um, you know, how he's feeling right now and his whole entire focus on money is it's, it's elusive. He can't, he can't get to it. It's a thing of the past. I used to be this. It used to be that. You know, it's like, oh, gosh, can you imagine what – and he's in a service-based business. Can you imagine how yeah. the customers feel when they walk in the door? They're like, oh, this guy's glum. He's like, wow, yeah. woo-woo. <laughs> like, the energy of that must really be a, you know – it's, it's takes away that because, feeling of abundance, and, you know, it doesn't create what it is that you're trying to exactly. bring into your life. Yeah. You've got to understand, when once people understand the law of attraction and, and how you're feeling, you know, your emotions are driving what you're creating and what you're yeah. attracting. And so when we're in that, we're in the observing mode of what is, especially when what is isn't what we like, <laughs> like the economy, like noticing how hard it is, like seeing the business fall off, then we get really upset, and rightfully so, and we begin to get worried, and then it's that vicious circle. And so the, the trick here is to remember that it's the shift in how you're feeling and where you're putting your focus that has to happen first, and then the rest will start to shift and, and start to change. And it might be that you begin to do things to have that be changed. But it, you've got to start with you first. This is so important, and this is a huge mistake that yeah, people make. Right. This is Gina. I want to say that people or just – I love this client because he came to me with, like, all the stuff that everybody experiences in one package. <laughs> Poor guy. But he can totally turn around. I have the utmost confidence in it. But one of the, what Eva was just saying about, um, you know, the focus is, and now I just lost focus, say, oh, he, the, the place that people first want to go to is, well, let me change the strategy. And like he was going to go do, let me go start another business. And I said, no. He goes, but I need my confidence back. And I said, you need your confidence back before first. you can get any money <laughs> anywhere. I don't care if it's from real estate or what you currently do. You need to get the confidence back first. It's impacting everything. It's the thing we all want to go, like, what's my solution? Give me my solution. Come on, come on, come on. I need it like yesterday. And we're saying yeah. this is the solution. I know it seems like a little too easy, a little like what? It's not harder than this. But this well, is I would say based on our habits of thought, it's simple, not necessarily easy. Yes, you know. Correct. So there is a little bit of work that needs to be done there, but it definitely that makes can a lot of done. sense. That makes a lot of sense. Can you say a little bit more about the law of attraction and and what that means? You know, for for the for some of our listeners who might not be as Clear. Yeah, great, great question. Question. This is Eva. And basically, the law of attraction states that whatever you put your energy, focus, and emotion on, you are going to get more of, whether it's something you want or whether it's something you don't want. If that, so the emotion is like your thoughts are the engine. The emotions are the fuel. 
and you want to look at what is it you got the pedal to the metal on. Is it something that you really want or is it something that you don't? And if you're looking at something that you don't and you that emotional charge is high and you're in high anxiety, you're in fear, you're in frustration, all of those emotions that happen, particularly when you're looking at a business that isn't working and you've got bills coming in and not enough money to pay them. And, and so when you understand that, then the next step in this process of understanding that's how it works. And by the way, there is no exception to this law in the universe. It's a universal law. No exceptions. That's the good news because that means if it can work for one person, it can work for anybody. And it doesn't matter how long you've been where you've been. It doesn't matter what your background is, what your religion is, what your what your culture is, where you've been up until this point. None of that matters anymore. It levels the playing field once you understand this, this game. I call it a game. And yeah. And so once you understand that, and that's the way it works, then you understand that if it's the emotional charge, then your work is always to start to reach for a thought that feels better to get yourself back into a better feeling place. That is it. That's really it. And so that's where I say that's time for you, if you don't like where you are, to consciously, intentionally, and deliberately reach for a thought that feels better. Put your focus somewhere that feels better. Get it off the topic that you're on if, in fact, you can't find a way of being on that topic and feeling better or feeling good. And here's the other thing that's really great about the law of attraction, because this is something that uh, I have worked with clients on a lot. There will be a topic, and no matter what we do, it they just still feel bad about it. There's just something that they want so badly, or they're just noticing whatever it is is not the way they want it. So then I will ask them, so what's a topic that's easy for you to feel good about? Something that's that's easy. You don't have to work at it. It just instantly gives you relief. And yeah. they'll think about that topic, or it might be a friend, or it might be your pet, or it might be your favorite music. Whatever it is that instantly ha- helps you feel better. And in that place of feeling better, you've now shifted what can happen around, in this case, let's talk about money, when the money has been the issue. So the good news is you don't even have to focus on money and feel better. If it's hard for you to do that, it's find anything else to focus on and feel better because it's really about the shifting of the energy. That's the bottom line of all of this. That's the bottom line for everything you want is to shift your energy into feeling better and all of those desires that you have. You've now created an opening for you to move it through time towards what it is that you want. And you will begin to run into people, places, situations, circumstances, events, ideas, solutions will come to you that could not have come when you were not in this place before. They would be all around you and you'd never see them. Yes. That's interesting because there, there's something that kind of popped into my head, Eva, when you were saying that. And... um and I think, you know, this perhaps might be something that a couple of listeners might be thinking, is, okay, if I think about something else to get me into a better frame of mind, isn't that really me being in denial about what's happening? Um, absolutely. You don't want to be in denial. In other words, if you put your head in the sand and you pretend something's not real, then it's not going to go away. It's going to get bigger. However, if you're truly shifting your energy to feeling better, now you're at a place where you can get very, like, I will I will have a subject and I'll say, all right, I'm not going to look at this right now. This is so not feeling good to me. But I'll go and I'll get happy or I'll get into a better feeling place. And while I'm in that better feeling place, now I'll set my intentions. Okay, how would it be if I just looked at this other thing over here while I'm feeling a little better? All of a sudden it doesn't look as dark or hairy as it did before. Now, what you're like talking I, about, too, I just want to clarify mm-hmm. this. She's actually being very intentional with her oh, choice. Yeah. So it's um, she's not doing it from a place. This is her true choice. I will come back to this topic when I feel better rather than I'm not going to deal with this topic. Ah, you know, I'm right. freaking out about this topic. Yeah. This is a really great point I think that both of you are making here right now, which really gives people clarity around, you know, how to – transition from one into another and, and, and create that sense of empowerment with the choices that you're making to deal with whatever it is that you're dealing with. Absolutely, and it is to be intentional. It's to be a very conscious, intentional creator. And w- once you understand how this works, this is the great news about it, is then it's easy. You can relax because I can know, 
I'm, there are always going to be things that get in my way. There's always going to be ups and downs. That's just called life. It just will happen. And I don't care how well you know the law of attraction, how great you are at living it, there's still going to be things that come up. But the difference is how you handle them. And so rather than panicking and that kind of thing, or even, even if I did, let's just say I did because I've had I've got a great story around that where I was in major panic mode. And, and yet I would, as the best I could, in the moment that I could, would reach for something that felt a little better. And that's all you have to do. Because if you can reach for a thought that feels just a little better and you get a tiny, tiny bit of relief. We're not saying go from freaking out to ecstasy. We're, I'm talking about just, I'm just, just a little bit like, oh, just for the moment, you know, I can breathe. Then if you can do that, then you can do it again and get a little bit more okay. relief. And if you can do that, you can do it again. And you can keep repeating it until there is a moment in time where you will feel a very definite shift in your energy. And I'll tell you, there have been times in my life when nothing I did, processes that I did, I couldn't help getting out of I couldn't get out of that feeling of panic. And this is right. when I had a, had a business and had collectors after me in my business and collectors after me personally. I mean, it was really ugly. And I yeah. finally got to a point where I just would say over and over, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel good. I just want to feel good. Not I want to pay my bills. Not I want to get – because I knew <laughs> it had to be my energy first. So I knew right. that was it. And in about 15 minutes, which seemed like an eternity at the time, I thought I was going to be saying I want to feel good for the rest of my life, <laughs> uh, I, sh- I felt that shift. And in that shift, now you can get inspired, the ideas will come, or just in the shift – the, the very answer that you need will show up. It couldn't before because vibrationally I wasn't in alignment with it. It's so important, this energy. So how did you get in alignment with it? You know, when you're in that space where you just wanted to feel good the whole time, but it was just eluding you. Yeah, that's exa- well, that's what I did. I just said, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel good. And then all of a sudden, there were, like within about 15 minutes, all of a sudden my energy shifted. And hmm. I felt like I okay, could so breathe just again. just by setting that intention... Just it, by setting the intention. And, and then from there, now different things happen. Like I had this wonderful idea that I was going to uh, take a process into the company the next day to help, help them shift their energy to feeling better. So one thing led to the other, but we all were working energetically first, you know. And then they started feeling better. That was a very, very unhappy group of people when we weren't able to pay them. There was only a skeleton crew left in the business. Morale was really, really, really low. <laughs> And so to be able to take a process in that helped everyone feel better was uh, was enough that they began to ease up, they began to be a little more generous with each other, mm-hmm. and and then from there things began to shift and turn around. But mm. the the actions will show up. You'll know what to do, or you'll get the ideas for the actions, but they'll come from feeling better. It's interesting. People say, well, I've taken all this action and nothing's happening, and that's because you're doing it from a place of panic or anxiety. You have yeah. got to shift first and then take the action. Ladies, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I, there are two um, uh, particular leaders I'm thinking of, spiritual leaders, Greg Moores and Brandon Bays, who both talk about um, stepping into the fear, the, the panic that you have, to mm-hmm. embrace it and to drop through that emotion, yes. which then will take you perhaps into even a more negative emotion, but then into in, in and break you through into a positive emotion. And, and it sounds like you have a very different approach to you know, how you get into that more um, positive emotion to help you move towards that, that attraction. What are your thoughts on that? This is Gina, and I think there's I think that there's many ways to go when you're in that negative emotion or you feel that for fear lurking or like one of my clients says, you know, you get to eleven o'clock. I'm it's all good until eleven p.m. at night, and I'm laying in bed, and it's like all thoughts running through your head. Oh my God, am I going to make my numbers for my business? I'm going to lose the business. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, this goes back to what Eve was talking about before about if you're going to have a conversation with yourself, make it intentional. Okay, so what, let's just take the 11, 11 p.m. For some people, uh, Eva's talking 3 about. Yeah, 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I think at night is when people really struggle because they're left alone with their thoughts and their minds just keep churning and churning and it's difficult to sleep and they get more anxious. So this yeah. is a great, um, a great piece to, to 
interesting. So imagine that you're there in bed. Whenever your particular time hits and it's that choking off feeling that you feel about all the worst things possible that can happen or – Usually how I experience is they're just circling thoughts. It's like a a replay. It's a loop. It goes over and over, and it's the same things, and I'm actually not in conversation with myself. My thoughts are running me. So I think the first thing is is to say, okay, I'm going to have actually a deliberate conversation about this in my head, a very intentional one. What is my biggest fear right now? Okay, my biggest fear is I'm not going to make my numbers and I won't be able to pay my expenses. Or in Eva's case at the company, it was not only expenses, but, oh, my gosh, I can't pay my people. And, by the way, I can't pay myself either. So can't pay my rent. Even worse. (laughs) (laughs) What? What am I really nervous about here? Okay, so I'm scared. Let's just let's let's own it. Let's take responsibility. I am scared. That is what's happening here. And then the the next thing can actually be what Eva was saying about, okay, well I just want to feel better about this or what is what's the intended outcome I want from all this? I may not believe it right now that I can actually get the outcome that I want, but if I could have it any way I wanted, what would it be? And instantly you will feel empowered because now you're asking yourself, okay, what do I want, rather than having the loop go round and around and around. I don't believe that you have to go through all the pain to get to the other side, but you're stepping into it in a way of like, okay, let's have at it here rather than I'm going to be consumed by it. I'm going to own it rather than it owning me. Yes, you want to come at it from a place of power rather than victim, and I think that that's really what they're speaking to because one of the things that I see with people that they learn law of attraction and they think that they're not supposed to feel anything negative anymore. It's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I just had a bad thought. Oh, no, something's going to happen, right? And, and you can't do that. You can't ignore it, first of all. You can't ignore it because if it's really there, you can't. You can try to pretend it's not there, but it's there. You can't get around that. And so you've got to own the fact that, hey, I'm feeling angry right now. I'm feeling scared right now. I'm feeling panicky right now. Whatever it is, you've got to own it and say, yeah, that's yeah. the way it is. And when you do... See, what happens in law of attraction is people go, oh, I shouldn't. And so they, then they panic that they're in panic. So now they've got a double whammy going on. <laughs> so they're, they're worried yeah. that they're worried. They're, now they're scared that they're scared. And it's like, oh, my God. Come on, people. It doesn't feel good. I know that. It really doesn't feel good. It sucks. It hurts. And yet yeah. there's nothing to be afraid of. You're not nothing to be afraid of. It's just to understand It's not where I want to be. I hate this. It's not feeling good. And I can feel my feelings. I can say this is the where I am. And then then the next thought is, and where would I like to be other than here? And so you're still in the driver's seat. But never pretend it's not there. It's going to erupt one way or the other. So you may as well embrace it and then shift it. And this is one of the biggest mistakes is people not being present to what is. It is being the ostrich. It's um, and, and people say, well, I'm not being the ostrich. I get that I have these expenses and I have to pay them, or I get that I'm not making quite enough, but they're, not, they're only observing and reacting. They're not really saying, okay, let me really look at this and see what's working, what's not. Let me see where exactly I am with my numbers and be, from a conscious place rather than a reactive place and taking it on as, okay, I am going to be present to this rather than because whether, you, whether you're admitting it or not and you're really nervous or you're scared or you're stressed, it's coming out sideways if you don't take it on purposely. If that's why it's leaking yeah. out at, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you are it's not saying that you say that because um, I had a client who was having a, a, um, a leg amputation Mm. And she was she was the most positive person you could have met, and she you know very awake, spiritually awake, you know asking what the gift was was from this, and just truly a, an inspiration. And what was amazing to me and to her, and this this really speaks to what you're talking about right now, is that she belonged to um, these groups on on Facebook that were all about law of attraction, and the moment they heard what was happening to her a whole load of them dropped her as friends <gasps> on Facebook. Oh. But it, it, truly, it truly makes me think, you know, that these people were, are, operate in the space of um, that, that denial piece, that they can't, that, that they're not being, um, they're, they're not 
they're not naming what is to then right. be able to move into what, what could be. Absolutely. So it's a very yeah. important, I think this is a very important piece that you're bringing up here because, you know, a lot of people, I think, are operating that space thinking that I've got to be positive all the time um, to, well, it, good it's luck that on denial that piece that I think comes in. <laughs> What's that? I said, good luck on that one. It's not natural, you know. We have to kind of go through the flow of emotions to get to where we need to go. Yeah, you know, you and you can be like I am. I'm very generally, I am a happy person. But I'm telling you, I still have my days. I have my issues. Ask Gina; she'll tell you. (laughs) Oh my goodness! But she can still laugh. I'll say, stop that. Well, it's great you guys can sort of bounce off each other and say, come on now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, what you said about thinking positive all the time, why that doesn't work, it's like the same thing that we tell people when we're coaching them about, like, health or weight. You know, if it's real and it's not working for you, let's say you look in the mirror and you're 100 pounds overweight, and like your woman with the amputated leg, she's not going to look in the mirror or be walking around and one leg going, I love this. It's not true. It's not true that we love it. Will it create clarity for us and will we, you know, be bigger and better afterwards if we have a healthy attitude and we decide that, okay, like she is, what's the gift in this and now what do I want? That is the good part. But saying looking in the mirror when you're 100 pounds overweight and you really want to be 100 pounds less and it really is your deepest desire, you're not going to look in the mirror and go, wow, you look so fab today, Gina. It's like, no, Gina, you look fat and you're overweight. Okay, what am I transitioning into? <laughs> well, this is a great, um, you know, sort of uh, wake up, I think, a reality wake up. But, but to be able to, you know, know that there is, a way to move into the space of, of, you know, what we want to create, I think, is very powerful, too. And, and that's, um, you know, I think that's a, a powerful message that both of you are delivering here tonight. So, so the both of you said, you know, that there's a, there's a biggest mistake people make when they're trying to, to you know, reach their financial fortune or amass wealth. What, what is that, um, that biggest mistake? So, Eva, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, well, what we've, we've found that there's a five that we'd say the five biggest mistakes. And the one we've just yeah. talked about is one is just not being present to what is, right? Okay. And being the ostrich. that is not going to serve you. Um, okay. To keep doing what you're doing, whether it's working or not. In other words, you have got to be aware. You've got to be aware, and especially with your money. And this is what we see with people. They don't want to look. They're afraid to look. And that part of the work that we do, and we're going to say, honey, you're going to look at your numbers. However, it's it's what we do to it. It's our judgment and our perspective. You are where you are. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not right. It's not wrong. It just is. You're the one that's making it bad or wrong. You're the one that's saying, I should be so much better further off than I am, or doing the comparison game with others. Deadly. Forget it. Mm, that's, that's a good point because in, in, in truth, we as human beings label those experiences, don't we? Yes, and then you get emotionally charged about it, and that emotional charge that doesn't feel good is why you keep creating what you're creating. So get over it, people. (laughs) (laughs) It's really not worth it. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there's hope for all of you, trust me. Um, (laughs) Hey, man, we were the the same. I mean, I have got my stories. I was an ostrich. I have the T-shirts. I promise. Uh, and the second biggest mistake is just playing the, the blame game instead of being proactive. Now, um, it's easy to blame a lot of stuff. It could be the economy. It could be, you know, well, these tax laws aren't supporting me. It could I be, was fired. Oh, I was laid off. I couldn't help that. I lost my biggest client. Now what? Or, um, you know, like for me, I, def- I, gotta, I gotta say, I was playing the blame game for a while. Luckily, I caught myself so it didn't really impact me. But when I had a baby, my first baby, he's 18 months now, I have, you know, I'm now 42. I had lived being able to do my, I've been in my own business since my early 20s, so I knew if I didn't want to work, I didn't have to work. If I wanted to work till, you know, midnight, I didn't have anybody responsible, you know, to be responsible to. And my mate now, he works, and so if he's out late working, well, heck, I could work if I want to, too. And then when my son came along, I said, oh, my gosh. I don't have any time. I work part-time now. How am I going to do this? Okay, I never saw a class that said work part-time and make over six figures. (laughs) Can I do it? 
Well, of course, I knew I can, but I had that tape running for a while, like, oh, gosh, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Or um, for some people, it might be, I don't know how. I don't know how to bust through the ceiling. Because a lot of people out there are making um, just enough. They're not broke. They're not poor. They might, some yeah. of you out there might be making six figures and still feeling very, very, right. very poor. Yeah. Mm. Um, so this is really about knowing that you can turn this around. Um, you are not a victim to anything. And it's if you think that the reason why you're not making, quote, more than enough or you don't have your, quote, fortune um, is outside of yourself, then you are playing the blame game. And I'm not just saying it's mm. a person. We blame it on all sorts of situations. You know, yeah. I've been sick, or I don't know, I wish I had a coach, or yeah. if I had the money I needed, I would invest it in the people that I need to help me get it to where I need to go. I mean, we make up all sorts of reasons. <clears throat> and it's just the energy. Yeah, and it's very oh. disempowering, isn't it? Yes. Very. Yes. That's the cool news when Eva was talking mm-hmm. about the law of attraction. It's like it's working for you, um, or it's always working, and you're either getting really positive results because you're focused on what you want, or you're getting results that don't reflect what you want because you're focused on the absence of it, or focused like the the current client that I have that said, you know, how can I create anything different for the last ten years? This is the way it's been, and he's focused on what has been. So if you get to actually turn it around, then you do have all the power. And it, it changes the whole game because if it's outside of you, then you can't. You're paralyzed. You can't move. Mm. So that's yeah, the good that news. Sense. You get to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Very good news. You know, and, yeah, because I think a lot of people feel lost and they feel that they don't have any sense of control over what's happening to them. And the truth is that they are. They can step into that leadership role, can't they? Yes, and I would say, by the way, because I was one of those people who was very stuck, and it was after I knew all this, I had got myself in a very bad position, and I didn't know how I was going to turn my situation around. I was in the most out of my life, and it came from because my focus wasn't negative about money. My focus was negative about something else in my life, a relationship that I'd gotten out of where I felt very victimized. And so my whole focus was on being a victim, and I, oh, my gosh, I have to be careful. He's going to get me. What's he going to take next? What's he going to do to me? Am I going to live? Is he going to kill me? I mean, I was such in that victim mentality. And then the next thing you know, what happened to my money? (laughs) At home, bye-bye. And so what I did was when I I didn't feel like I knew, like a lot of you, I was like, I don't know what to do to get out of this hole. So I focused what I did know how to do. And at that time, the only thing I felt confident about my whole life was, okay, I know that I'm good at coaching. Okay, so when I coach, I'm just going to focus solely on giving, you know, 100% customer care to my clients. And hmm, I'm pretty good at organizing. I'm really kind of into organizing right now because I just moved. So I'm going to focus on organizing my office, getting things in my house, you know, pictures hung on the wall. These are things I can control and that actually do feel good. And that was one of the keys for me to turn the whole thing around was focus on something, anything, like Eva was talking about, that does feel good. Because now I actually can control this part. I know I'm good at these things. Let me focus there. Yeah. That's great advice, Gina. And, I mean, it's, a, it's something that I say to my clients a lot. And, you know, it seems such a, like such a simple thing, but just, you know, to recognize your strengths and the things that you bring to this world. You know, people don't, don't um, take the time out to, to recognize those things, and they, they spend a lot of time beating themselves up. You know, that's, I think we're very good at doing that as human beings. So, you know, just, just that advice is, is great. You know, it's interesting, too, because the third biggest mistake sounds, uh, it's going to sound weird, but it's called playing it safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm just going to, I don't know if you, are you, do you know who David Nagel is? Are you familiar with his name? Yes, I do. Okay, well, this is a quote from him, and I think it's brilliant, and it talks to exactly what I'm speaking about. He says, the problem is that playing it safe isn't really safe, and it never was. The very yeah. phrasing suggests the problem with the concept. If you're playing it safe, you're reacting to some kind of fear, and if you're making a decision from a place of fear, you're making the wrong decision. Uh, and that's exactly what we do. It's, the economy's bad. We're going to cut back. We're afraid to, to spend. We're afraid to put money in different places. And then when, when we're not doing that, then it's like a domino effect, right? Uh, we, we're, yeah. You talk about cutting spending and cutting expenses. 
but we're doing it in the wrong way. We're doing it from a place of fear. And I know, Gina, you shared last time we had this conversation about how someone was hiring the wrong people when cutting back. And it happened in, in our business, too, the same one that I was talking about a minute ago where when everything was so rough, so we were trying to cut a deal, get people to help us that, that would, you know, were, were cheaper, that wouldn't have to pay them so much, but they were terrible. And, they, and so it was a really bad decision to do that. And the other thing we do to playing it safe is trying to do it all ourselves instead of, of help, getting the help or we're sacrificing quality, and it comes back to bite you. It totally does. I mean, every time you sacrifice on quality of anything, um, I've done it with bookkeepers. Like, I, I'm in a jam. I don't have time to look. Okay, this person just sounds decent. And then what do you get? Someone that can't actually strategize with you, and you just get someone who can plug in the numbers. Um, yeah. And you, you, what we're doing is I in the – the story that Eva was talking about is I know someone who was is going to go in partnership with another person, and one of the things they said is, okay, we can get someone to do sales, and that someone will be the partner's wife. And I knew the partner's wife, and I said, what? You're, that's that's afraid of her own shadow. Yeah, she won, she's embarrassed to read a story <laughs> in front of the children at her child's school. She's not going to be good at sales. That's like, you know, and they're like, but it's better than nothing. And I'm like, is it really? Come on now. That's when you're well, playing sometimes it. it can be damaging, can't it? Exactly. Oh, totally. I mean, just think about yeah, it's not the about being ineffective. It can be damaging. <laughs> so it's are you going to play to win or are you going to play to just get squeak by? Because we're I don't know about you all. I've played get the the just enough game. Like let me just get something that will do or get enough. And I, I don't like that game. That game doesn't work for me. I want to play to win. I want to play for success. And, yeah, sometimes it's pretty scary because you're thinking, oh, my gosh. You know, a lot of people want to clamp down, right, when times get tough. They really do want to pull it all, rein it in, and protect what we've got. In fact, um, my mate and I used to tease about that when his his old bookkeeper used to tell him, you know, you got to stop these expenses. He's like, no, we got to make more money. Let's go make <laughs> yeah, more Yeah, right. Different. <laughs> yeah, different. Different, isn't it? <laughs> it's also more yeah. fun, you know. Who wants to cut back expenses? I know sometimes you do have to. It may be part of the gig, but tell, isn't it more fun to make more money? I like that game. Absolutely. <laughs> so what's the next mistake? Okay. Uh, number four is looking through the same lens as the problem to come up with the solution. So you yourself, um, and if you're in business with some other people, even if you have a team and you are brainstorming, a lot of times you're not going to come up with any solutions that are going to generate new results because you're looking at the, the problem with the same people that created it, with the same eyes, the same perspectives. And you really do need to change the perspective before you can actually come up with a better solution. I know that <laughs> even I are in a mastermind group right now, and we both got feedback um, that to me I kind of already knew, but obviously this was a bit of a slap in the face because it felt like, whoa, I better wake up and really hear this. I want to fight mm-hmm. this. But the feedback they gave me was, hey, you are really watering down your message because you're doing so many different things. And I'm like, oh, but I like doing different things. They're so much fun. <laughs> I, have, I have a class on health. I have a class on, with Eva on financial fortune. I have a class on this. I have a class on that. And I really was like, wow, hmm, mm, wow, mm, they're kind of right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was like the good news, bad news was like, oh, gosh. And then there was relief once I made the decision to do it different because that was my solution. The solution was stop watering this down, become very focused. And it's the same with all of you and money. You really can't create something different unless you change the mindset or the perspective. It's literally impossible. We could throw the best time-tested uh, for your personal situation, the best time-tested strategies for money, and lay it all out for you in a super-duper cool, detailed plan. And if you did not change the way that you were, your relationship with money, your perspective with money, and strategies with money, and how you plan for money, you would probably be very dissatisfied with the strategies that we gave you. 
because you they would not they would yield either so so results or they might yield you with pretty good results but then you would they would end up you know kind of tapering off and then you'd end up right back where you were with not enough money Eva, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I was just thinking that, um, you know, part of it is is really you've got to change, this is what you're saying, which is we've got to change your mindset. So if you've got, you're of the mindset that uh, because there's a bad economy it has to affect you, then, you know, you're probably going to create that it's affecting you. If you are thinking that you've got to put in long hours and work really hard to make good money, then that's going to be driving you. Does that make sense? Like these are the things that are driving us, and when we we can show you how to do it a different way, if that belief system is still there, there's going to be like self-sabotage going on. And you won't even be aware of it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's interesting. Um, I'll tell you, here's a big one. This is a really big one, and there is a belief that, you have to start when you're really young or you're not going to make it. There's so many people now saying, oh, my gosh, look where I am. I should have been retired by now. And they're thinking their life is over. It's been thrown away. And I'm telling you, you can change that. You can yeah. you can change that, like, within the next year, next year or two, and be absolutely in a different place than you've ever been in your entire life. But instead of looking from that perspective, they're looking from a perspective that, it's over and, you know, I've lost all my good years. And so they can't see the solution from that perspective. So can you see how we we can't possibly get there from there? They're not even entertaining that as a possibility. Yeah. Like we had this gal, we've told this story many times because to me it just it demonstrates <clears throat> a, um, a, a basic thing and with instant gratitude when you see that you, you just shift your mindset. We had a gal actually in our financial fortune teleclass and we don't do this anymore, but we were playing uh, at the time. We were yeah. playing this um, money game, cash flow, and we asked everybody before we started playing the game. It's an actual board game, but uh, we had software to do it. And we said, so how, you know, what's your goal in the game here? Because we wanted to ask everybody, you know, what is it? You know, what's your intended outcome? And, and what did she say, Eva? She says, I just want to survive. And I said, have we not taught you anything in this class? <laughs> like, oh, my God, you just want to survive. That, by the way, is a perfect example of playing not to, uh, playing not to lose rather than playing to win. Yeah. And you have that, like, oh. I just want to survive. And so yeah. we, did, we coached her around that, and, and she shifted her mindset. She did shift it, and she got proactive, and she ended up winning the game. She was yeah, the one, was- and it was a <laughs> mental shift. This was all in an hour, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how we do this in business, um, I just want to survive, is, you know, you're not setting intentions and you're not planning for success around the income for, let's say, even the month. I was just working with a client the other day, a brand-new client, so not really, you know, doesn't have all this foundation in place. And I said, okay, so when you're looking at um, new customers or new money that needs to come in, do you look at it in terms of dollars or clients? Uh, I look at I look at it as new clients coming in. Okay, great. So, what's your target each week? I don't have a target. Oh, okay. That's just just part of the issue is um, really learning to be clear about the intended outcome and having the mindset that says I get to create any number I want, whether you're focused on a dollar amount or. You know, I I do the same thing. Sometimes I'll play with clients. Sometimes I'll say, I want this amount amount of money this week. But it it really does take, if I'm playing to win, I'm going to go for it. If I'm playing to survive, I'll be like, I don't care. I just hope something happens. I hope some new money comes in. I really, God, something better save my butt or I'm going down the tubes here. You know, we're like, decide. Make a decision. (laughs) I love the idea that you have around playing a game as well because it makes it more fun. Absolutely. It's all a game. It's all a game. I'm all about having fun and doing what you love. um, Life gets to be, you know, drudgery if if you feel like you're working hard all the time and, you know, it takes hard work to do what, you know, to bring an income and all that kind of, you know, belief system, it just doesn't serve you. Well, the two go hand in hand. And so if you're having fun and you're loving what you're doing, you are going to generate new income. And if you begin to love money and see it as your ally, you are going to be best buddies real quick. You're going to fall in love and you're going to have so much money that you won't remember the days when it was tight. 
and you'll think, wow, wow. I feel so spacious with this. I, you know, I want to say something to, to, to this, and I, and I loved it because it came from T. Harv Eker. I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with him or not. But he had some of the greatest analogies about money, and he said, think about how most people think about money. Oh, it's just a lousy dollar, or I, I don't have time. I hate having to balance my checkbook. This, you know, money, this is nothing, there's all this yeah, 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 yeah about money. He says, now replace the word money with the word lover. Oh, it's just this lousy lover. Oh, my God. He says, how long do you think that lover would hang around? Not very long, and yet that's how we treat money. And so you got to start to treat money in the same way you would treat your relationship with a lover, to love the money, to appreciate the money, to, to adore the money, no matter how small amounts are coming in or not. You know, seeing money in that kind of relationship, we, I forget what, what we were talking about, and we were creating some uh, phrases, and I was saying, yeah, like money follows me around like a lovesick puppy. <laughs> really shift how you're focusing around it. We have but also California. just having the perspective of that money is a value exchange. It's not, you know, it has, totally. again, we're putting labels on it, you know, yeah. that you know, we are putting on it, you know, not the universe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, before, I know I, we're, before we get on to the next piece, yeah. I just want to put it out there for people listening to, you know, to think about calling in to, well, not think about it, but to actually do it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> to call in and ask any questions that they'd like to after we've covered the fifth mistake. Cool. So um, just uh, for those listening who would like to ask Eva or Gina a question around this wonderful topic, please call in on 347 Nine four five six nine six three. That's three four seven nine four five six nine six three. And if you'd like to get um, an opportunity to ask a question, um, you'll be prompted to press one on your keypad when you come through on my switchboard, so I can see that you actually want to ask a question and are not just listening. So press one on your keypad if you want to um, have a conversation with us. So sorry for the interruption, ladies. No, that's Were you going to say no something, Gina? Uh, yeah, I just want to give the fifth mistake because now that we've moved through all the emotional stuff, it's still about, you know, not having a strategy or not having the right strategy is another big mistake. And a strategy can be as simple for some people as, okay, I make targets every week or every yeah. month about how I want to generate money. Um, I know if someone's telling me, someone was just telling me the other day, you know, you've got to make sales calls, you've got to make sales calls. I'm like, you know, those won't work for me because I actually am great when I get on the phone with someone. I have no fear. I'm very clear about the services I provide. It's easy for me to enroll someone in my services if I think it's a perfect match because all I see is they have a need. I can fix it. Let's rock and roll. Let's go. But if someone's saying this is the way that you need to do it and it doesn't work for me and I have resistance to it, it ain't going to work. No. And so not, not, not having a strategy doesn't work, but not also not having the right strategy is not going to work either. And so mm. everybody's got to find the strategy that will work for them. And, and there's no yes, one answer. Yeah, because what's that? I was just saying there's just no one answer. In other words, it's not cookie right, cutter. Exactly. You can't have everybody, this is the way it works, this is the way the truth and the life, and this is what you all have to yeah. do. It works for people that love to do that. It doesn't work for people who don't love to do that. Exactly. One size doesn't fit all. It does not. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we we have people in our courses, you know, do blueprints with their steps from A to B, you know, A, B to C. And But we say you got to look at it and be excited. If you, look, you know, you if you don't like it, what you're going to do is you're going to tuck it away in a file folder somewhere and forgot that you even do it. And <laughs> ten years down the road, you're cleaning out your files and you're like, oh, remember I did this in this class? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I didn't do anything with it. <laughs> you really have to make it your own. It's got to excite you. And exciting from a standpoint, some people are only going to get excited about the end result. They can see the freedom and the security that more money will give them or, hey, like the vacations. Some people don't get that excited about making more money, but they can really get excited about what they're going to do with the money. So you yeah. need to make and a... I think that's, that's a key plan. piece, isn't it, really, Gina? Because I, and, and a lot of the listeners on this show are really more about creating meaning and, and value in the world, you know, with... Um, in making the world a better place, healing people and, and really giving more of themselves and more in service. So, you know, to to be able to understand what that money can, they could do with that money, 
you know, um, is going to be far more um, motivated and inspiring um, to, to then be able to create those strategies and goals to get in there. Totally. And by the way, none of this has to be complicated. Um, some people actually like a very detailed plan. Cool. You get a detailed plan. For those people who can't be bogged down with all the details and they want the strategy to be something that's just aligned with their values and they'll be good to go, then that's, you know, what you got to do. Everybody's plan needs to, and their strategies need to be lined up with their values. But you also, here's another thing, you might get stuck with having too small of a strategy. Um, I got caught on that the other day. Somebody said, well, you know, I said, they said how I was stating my goals for a course I was going to teach and I was talking about, yeah, I think about 25 to 30 because I know that's where I like to cap my classes. But just the question of like, really, how many? I thought, oh, well, I don't need to limit it to that. We could have several courses going at the same time. They don't have to be in one class, but I can start several. Okay, yeah, 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 okay, I get it. I was just really thinking in my little, you know, corner over here. And it, sometimes the strategy is too small because you're, it could be we go back to that number four about looking through the same lens that created a problem to solve it. You might be creating strategies looking through your old lenses. So that's, that's, and that could be the exact reason why you're not up-leveling your income. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and my sense is that's why it's so important for us to be able to connect with people outside of our circle or the people that we, we gen, you know, even because a lot of the people listening are solopreneurs. So, you know, they, they feel isolated. They, they, they have themselves to motivate themselves and to have ideas, but they can only get so far. And then also when you're in the same mastermind group forever, you know, you need to branch out and create more support circles around you where you have different people able to offer you different things in, in, in the contribution they make to you mm. and vice yeah. versa. Agreed. Absolutely. And don't be a strategy mm -hmm. hopper, all of you. <laughs> I know some of you are out there, <laughs> that strategy didn't work next, and that strategy didn't work next. <laughs> You yeah. know, those people, I know someone personally who, you know, if he doesn't, he chooses a multi-level marketing company, thinks it's hot, and if he doesn't get results instantly, he's like, okay, what's the next one? Oh, I'm going to do this one. It's like, wait, can you just stick with one and make it work? You know, really, like, find a strategy, and if it's, you know, you want to obviously be looking at, is this the best strategy for me? But some people are going through strategies so quickly that they're yeah. not even giving it a chance to see is it working or not. Sometimes you're not going to get instantaneous results. I know we had a client in one of our classes. We used to tease her all the time because she'd go and make a change on her her blog or her website and say, I'm so pissed off. I haven't got any results. I said, well, when did you make the change? I made it two hours ago. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, oh, please. Do not judge by the last two hours. Hold the vision on the end. Oh, my Trust us. It will happen. Yeah, someone, my friend Rob Schultz was saying to me the other day that, you know, and he, it was very sweet. He was, um, Acknowledging me for the, you know, what I've I've done with a radio show, and and um, he was saying that I was an example of of um, uh, persistence and consistency. Mm -hmm. And my and my sense is that that's really what you're saying with what you're recommending here in terms of not strategy hopping is is not, you know, it's about being consistent and persistent in a sense. I mean, you don't want to be persistent to the point where if, if it's not working, don't keep doing it, but you have to give it a chance. Absolutely. Well, and here's the other thing, because Eve and I are both about, okay, strategies are good, but then it's always going to come back to law of attraction. So if you chose a strategy and in the beginning it felt really good and you're like, oh, my gosh, yes, I love this. This sounds perfect for me. You know it's the right one. But if you were sort of, you know, pushed into it or you were never feeling good about it from the beginning, good chances are – that it's probably not the right strategy for you. In fact, yeah. I was teasing Eva. I was, I was in, I was teasing myself actually in front of her because I was in my mental mind trying to choose a name for this new class. And I got to tell you, I was, I spent so many, a couple of hours on it. They knew better, but then I kept getting caught in the game of trying to mentally figure it out. That's it. I said, I know law of attraction trumps, trumps all marketing strategies. I'm just going to pick one from my heart. And as soon as I picked one from my heart, somebody else uh, delivered me uh, the perfect name. Exactly. <laughs> it's so funny, too. Oh, my gosh. So you 
know, all of this is a blend. It's it's real life strategies and creating plans and blending it with the law of attraction, which is noticing how you feel, noticing where your focus is, and what beliefs are driving you. So yeah. it's always a blend. It's not one or the other. You're going to end up using both. And if you base it all on strategy and you think that you're just going to um, you figure out how to get your financial fortune that way, guaranteed it's going to be a hard, bumpy road. Yeah, that makes so much sense. It, it kind of reminds me of um, when I used to work in, in, in the recruitment industry in London. And, you know, sometimes we would, um, we would work, uh, you know, from eight in the morning until nine at night, and I would just mm. be like, "Oh my god, I can't handle this!" You know, it's just driving me crazy. I wanted to be out of there by like six o'clock, you know. And even though I was really successful in the business, I just had no <laughs> excitement or passion around around it. You know, I just didn't want to be around. It. And now, because I'm doing what I love, I get to talk to people like you every day. You know, and and to coach my wonderful clients, I I am happy to work from nine until twelve it's at not night. Not work anymore. Exactly, it's and I have work. to almost like rein myself in, you know. <laughs> it exactly. isn't work. It really isn't. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely love it. So if you can feel like that about what you're doing, it has to be more empowering. Well, the thing is, is when you're doing something that you feel passionate around, it's energizing. Yes. It's not like you're eking it out. Because when it's exactly. not energizing, then, you know, you're tired, you're worn out, you don't want to be there. Not the place to be. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and it absolutely. drains you of your like vitality for life. It's just I don't wish that on anybody. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Not even our worst enemies. No. No, no, no. I do wish passion and vitality and, and desire for, you know, doing something that really makes your heart sing. Absolutely. Beautiful. So ladies, um you've covered the five um mistakes and, and I think um it's very likely that a lot of our listeners have really um, gotten a lot from this conversation. Um, so I know that you have a very powerful and exciting offer to, um, to make to our listeners this evening. Would you like to give us a, an insight into, into that? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. What we have coming up is our next financial fortune class, which is where we take law of attraction and we take the practical strategy and we blend them together because it's so important that you are set up energetically first and then apply the practical on top of that. And that's why so many times the practical strategies don't work for people because you haven't gotten yourself lined up and you haven't found the ones that are perfect for you. So this is where you were looking at um, putting putting the the two together. Uh, we have a program that's starting on. Let me just see if I can find my little cheat sheet here. It's Tuesday, starting. It's on April sixth, right? Mm-hmm. At two o'clock mm-hmm. Pacific, which is five o'clock Eastern time, and. We are, as soon as people sign up for the program, even though it's not until April, which is not that far away, actually, but once people sign up, we actually go ahead and put you into, we have a, a Yahoo group that we put you into, and we start working with you right away. We start giving you some things That's to do so that you can start shifting some beliefs and starting to uh, identify what it is that really juices you so that we make sure that the plans that come out the other end of this program are an absolute match to you. And as we've said before, there's no such thing as a cookie cutter. Everybody's different. And it's so important that you find what works for you and do those things and let the rest go. And so that's a lot of the work that we do in this program. That's wonderful, and I would imagine that it's really going to help them to overcome any of these mistakes that we've been talking about tonight. Yeah, and you know, and what's the great thing about it? You can apply it to every area of your life. This happens to be focused on money, but it's something that you you can actually apply to everything. And so we put this together so it can support you in in making a shift, specifically around money and finances. Yeah. It is not a program where we throw information at you, then you get really inspired and you come back in a week and then you can't remember what you're supposed to do, right? right. So we're going to hold your hand. We're going to work together to help you shift the beliefs and identify the strategies that support you. So there's a lot of different parts to this this whole program 
but it's how to tap into your financial intelligence on an energetic level and then to apply the strategies. There's a, a personal three-phase financial blueprint that you will create that will be yours. Uh, and again, it's different for everybody. We have an awesome process for eliminating debt. Oh my gosh, we didn't even get to talk about that tonight. Oh wow! Um, wow! So helpful. I would so imagine. powerful. With, with so and to happen easily and, and quickly. Yeah. yeah. So many people yeah. out there struggling and feeling, you know, like they're in pain. You know, around us can really make that shift. Yes, yes, yes. And so the link is is one that we set up that was very specific for you, and it's. Tiny URL, so T I N Y U R L dot com forward slash fortune Louise. <laughs> so, so it's tiny URL dot com forward slash fortune Louise. And we are having a, a heavily discounting it for the folks that are on this call tonight that uh, you can get it for 1797 if paid in full. And if not, we have a five-pay plan, so if you're really wanting to do this and it would just be easier for you to be able to make payments and installments, you can do that over a period of five months. So just check out all the details over at tinyurl.com forward slash fortune Louise. There's lots of information there. Uh, and uh, there you go. Sounds absolutely wonderful. And um, Gina or Eva, um, if, if people want to know even more about this program, what could they do to learn more about it? If I they think were if to, they go you know, to, the, to the site, they needed to have a conversation or hear if you were having some telecalls or you know, around this, around they this, can absolutely feel free. Once they go and look at the site, if they have any questions, they can contact either one of us. We'd be happy to talk to them. And um, I think we do have another course coming up. Next you fall coming up Tuesday, yeah. yeah, the 23rd, Tuesday at 5 p.m. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. And how could they register for that call? Um, if they just go to our website, AbundanceAbounds.com, in the drop-down menu under Teleclass Directory, they'll be able to find it. Awesome. Well, I also, um, you know, recommend anyone who's listening. Um, you know, I, I found uh, um, listening to um, Eva and to Gina very um, uh, inspiring, but not only that, entertaining, you know, as well. They have a wonderful energy about them and... and um, you know, that makes it fun. And fun is fun. number one, and don't you ever forget. Fun is number one. <laughs> <laughs> so I recommend going onto their website and just even signing up for their, you know, the, the information they send out to their to their people because it will be very inspiring just to, to have those, those comments and, and tips and, and uh, the, the information around the law of abundance to support you in what you're doing day to day. Very, very powerful. So please do that. Excellent. So, ladies, I just want to thank you so much for being here tonight. And, um, you know, before we finish up, I'd love to ask you if you have anything you'd like to say in closing. Um, this is Gina, and I just want to say wherever you're at, never let time, money, or any other circumstance get in the way of you knowing and really trusting that you can have your financial fortune. Because from this point right now, everything can turn in your favor in a really big way. Nothing's too outrageous. And I'm telling you, it really can be easy one step at a time. Don't forget the power of baby steps. Yes. Mm, that, that is very important. What about you, Eva? Oh, I would say ditto what she said and to really know that it doesn't matter where you've been up to this point, that you've got everything you need to be able to shift it and change. I can feel that. Mm. Thank you so much, both of you. I really appreciate your being here tonight and sharing all your wisdom around this, this very powerful topic. And um, um, I look forward to learning more about the um, Financial Fortune program that you're both doing. And um, I look forward to having you back on the show. Excellent. Thank Excellent. you. Thank you. Thanks so much. <laughs> Take right. care. Hey, everybody. Bye-bye now. So everyone, this, this is Louise again. Just want to say thank you so much for you being here tonight. Um, as I have said previously, you know, our, this show is not a show without you. And um, uh, I hope that you are here next week. We have a, a great lineup for the next um, 
next couple of months. And, uh, you know, this is um, important to know, you know, that we have some, some really great guests, some great topics that are supportive to you and your business and to create the life that you want, to create the meaning in life that you want and to have the power to, to um, impact other people's lives too. And so um, my request of you is to keep going for gold. Uh, so have a wonderful evening, and I look forward to um, hearing you and um, uh, talking to you on our show next week on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, as always. Take care, everyone. Have a wonderful week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.